It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Lindsay Jean Hart is joining me today to talk about her book, Cooking with Scraps. Turn your peels, cores, rinds, stems, and other odds and ends into delicious meals. Lindsay received her master's in urban planning from the University of Michigan, and her education and passion for sustainability went on to inform and inspire her work in the garden, home, and community. The seeds of this book were planted in her Food 52 column of the same name. Today, she works to share her passion for great food and great communities as a marketer of one of my all-time favorite companies, Zingerman's. She's at the Zingerman's Bakehouse. She lives, writes, loves, and creates in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And she's joining me today on Amy's Table. Lindsay, I have not stopped thinking about your book since I heard about it. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to hear that. Yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes people in butchery and things will say, oh, you know, when you have a pig, you use everything but the squeal. But people don't be like, if you've got a carrot, you're going to use everything, including the peel. (laughs) (laughs) It's like nobody talks about it that way. And I wonder what made you start thinking about it that way? Well, it actually, it started at Food 52, as you mentioned, and we had an editorial brainstorm, and someone mentioned Gabrielle Prune's um, cookbook that was recently out at that time, and she had a chapter in it called Garbage, and we thought, wouldn't that be fun to do a column around that somehow? And I was just like, I have to have that column. It sounds amazing. And so I loved getting to feature um, Food 52 members' recipes that really focused on highlighting scraps of all different sorts. And I learned so much from the community during my time with that column that that really is where the cookbook was born. Well, one of the things that I read in a teaser of the book was, here's a great example if anyone's wondering, what does she mean? And that is taking asparagus, and we all snap off the ends and throw them away. Well, what if you snapped them off and roasted them along with the asparagus and then turned that into pesto? And I thought, I'm never going to look at my asparagus the same. Instead of going, oh, where do I throw the ends? I'm going to be like, wait, i got to hold on to the ends. And I think that's so great. Give some other really simple examples of how you bring this cooking with scraps to life. Well, I think we've just been conditioned a lot of times that we read a recipe and it says to discard something and we don't give it another thought. You know, the recipe told us to do that, but we don't have to. So I especially find that with like shard stems and kale stems. They're like, use the greens and throw away the stems. But, you know, those can be roasted. Those can be blanched and blended into dips like hummuses. Um you know, cauliflower cores can be eaten just like the cauliflower corets, florets can be, the same with broccoli. There's just so many pieces that we don't normally think about. Well, you know, one of the things I do is when I buy bananas, I kind of hope that somebody's going to leave a few behind and they get to get mushy and I put them in the freezer <laughs> and I feel so smug, you know. And I used to throw them in in the peel till I realized that becomes sort of a watery mess. So I'd squeeze them out of the peel into bags and I can kind of figure out how much I need for my banana bread or my smoothie. But you do something with the peel, which I'm going to tell you, I never would have thought about. How can you cook with banana peels? Yeah, I think that's probably the most surprising recipe in the book. But banana peels are indeed edible. Um, You don't want to use the really hard stem at the top and the little hard nub at the bottom. 
but the rest of the peel is edible and it's especially flavorful if you wait until it's like you said very very ripe and so it's got spots on it and almost looks bad but then it carries that banana flavor with it and you can cook it a little bit to soften it up and then blend it up into a puree so you can use that where you would other fruit purees in things. I used it in the book for a banana peel cake with brown sugar frosting. Oh, I just bet that is so delicious. And I never would have thought of that. And, you know, I wonder um, when people think about drinking tiki drinks or tropical drinks, I wonder if there's any way to turn that banana peel into some kind of a cocktail additive or tincture or something, too. That would be really interesting to try. I haven't done that yet. That can be your next book, Drinking with Scraps. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'm making a note. I think that would be pretty cool. So, of course, we can take what we've got. I think one of the first things, and, and maybe this is a little off topic for your book, but is that we buy food with such an aspirational feeling. We're going to go home. We're going to cook this and that and this and that. And a lot of the food waste isn't that we aren't using our scraps. It's that we aren't using our food. So do you have any, you know, sort of tips to to get it from the very beginning, change our habits about how we approach food? Yeah, absolutely. I think it really helps to plan out meals at a, ahead of time. It's really easy for me to go to our farmer's market and just get caught up and buy lots of different things. And I still do that sometimes, but when I come home, I then try to map out the week based on what I bought so I know where I'm using everything. And then once you get to the point where you realize you got a little ahead of yourself and you went out to dinner and you're not quite going to make it through all that produce, right? you know, just actively take a step to do something with it. And a lot of times that's just utilizing your freezer so that you're not wasting it and you can use it at a different time. Well, you know, it's funny. We have an organization here. I'm sure you have something similar in Ann Arbor. This is called La Soup. And this is a wonderful woman who is a classically trained French chef who rescues produce. And she has a group of volunteers that help her turn it into soup that is then delivered to some of our neediest school children in the city. And it's just a really fantastic program on so many levels. But I started being a runner for her. I would run produce to chefs and it was fun. But what it made me do was come home and look at my fridge at the end of the week as I was getting ready to, you know, do another shop and be like, okay, wait, I am not going to add to this problem. And I would get more inventive. I wouldn't say it was cooking with scraps so much as it was feeling an obligation to not be a food waster. So it, you know, and it's, it's really kind of a fun thing. So let's say they do approach the end of the week. They did go out to dinner a few times. What can you tell my listeners to do? How do you get it to the freezer to prepare it to be something that you use for scraps later? Um, A lot of times I like to do a big batch of roasted vegetables, like on a Sunday when I'm just hanging out at home. Mm -hmm. So just do different sheet pans of different vegetables and roast them up. And then, you know, I would store some in the fridge for use in meals that week or freeze some. I also like to just chop things up and store them individually in the freezer. So I might chop up some onion and some carrots and some celery, and then I have a base of a soup if sure. I put that in the freezer. Yeah. So just just look at it differently, I guess, is what I'm really hearing from you on this. Yeah, absolutely. So you um, have some pretty amazing statistics on food waste. Can you talk about that a little bit? 
Yeah, it's a really depressing statistic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll end on something happy then. Bring us down, then we'll bring us up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it's like 40,000 pounds of food that we're wasting a year. Um, And like you said, that's not all scraps. That's a lot of different things. Um, Not using the food that we're buying, like food waste going from farms to restaurants or stores, mm-hmm. not eating enough of the so-called ugly produce. Exactly. There's a lot of different ways that we could improve. Yeah. 40,000 pounds. That's incredible. Yeah. Ugly, ugly produce. What did that misshapen potato ever do to you? Pick it up, use it and buy it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, for sure. Well, of course, we are talking about your book, Cooking with Scraps. Turn your peels, cores, rinds, stems, and other odds and ends into delicious meals. But, Lindsay, tell me a little bit about what's going on at Zingerman's. For anybody listening that has not been to Zingerman's Deli, Bakehouse, Roadhouse in Ann Arbor, Michigan, I suggest you find a weekend to head out there, not only just to Zingerman's, but to Ann Arbor in general. Great town. But what's going on there these days? Oh my gosh, it's just such an exciting place to work. So the bakehouse is on the south side with a cluster of other Zingerman's um, businesses like the coffee company and the candy company and the creamery. And later this month on the 27th, they're having a really fun event that's no tricks, just treats. And so anyone can come in costume and hop around to the different businesses and each of them is going to have special giveaways and stuff. It's going to be really fun. Well, Zingerman's doesn't just deliver great food and I didn't even realize there was a candy place now and I forgot about the creamery, but they also have a really great business model and you guys offer a training program called Zing Train that I actually took some of my team to and it's it's just wonderful. It's a, it's a great place to go. But are they going to adapt or adopt any of your suggestions into, you know, cooking with scraps for Zingerman's? They actually already have. Um, I met with Amy Emberlein before I actually started working there um, just to chat and get to know each other and see if I might be able to teach a class there at some point. But um, yeah, they're starting to think about ways to reduce waste and they've actually stopped peeling the carrots before they use them for carrot cake because there's really no need to peel them. They exactly. just scrubbed and washed really well. So, yeah, it's exciting. That is really great. Well, I'll tell you what, when you take a look at the book, you are going to be so inspired and rethink almost everything that comes home in your grocery bag, your produce bag from the farmer's market, and you really can find some unbelievable ways. The first one I'm going to do, as I mentioned, is the... Uh, charred asparagus and pesto. I just think that's brilliant. So, Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find out more about you and your book? Well, you can pre-order the book um, at Amazon or anywhere else that books are sold locally. And you can find me on Facebook and Instagram uh, with just searching my name, Lindsay Jean Hard. Fantastic. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us on Amy Sable and good luck with the book. Thank you so much for having me. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q! It's Amy's Table with Amy Tolman. Yeah. Q102.